East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience Wanting more, let me send a quick shout out to Mary Slater up at Fourth Capital Bank. Enjoyed speaking with her this morning. And it was the Fourth Capital website that I saw earlier this year that really fired my imagination on the still compelling ability of a website to make a great first impression. And so I was thinking about how I wanted to approach that. And, you know, if I think back on it, there are so many things that have come and gone over the course of the time that I've been in banking, and yet the good old-fashioned, it's hard to think about saying this as a good old-fashioned HTML, URL, you know, website, our first steps on this digital journey as human beings started out with those three letters, www.com fill in the blank. And so the the real online be, behind the brand Eloquent Online was a company I discovered. I don't remember how I found them. At the time, they were called Audio View. They put audio like uh, advertising on your website. And I had been on a rant about why are we still Posting websites that are silent. Your website is a commercial for your brand. There needs to be some motion. There needs to be something on there. It's not supposed to be a static billboard, which is why I love the Fourth Capital site so much. It's got that beautiful cinematography when you go to it. And so I found this company called AudioView, and I called up to find out what they were all about, found out they were into web design and web hosting, and they designed my site. They've managed my email and everything for years now, over 15 years, and so I wanted to talk to the president of what's now called Hot Lava Media. They still do so many great things, and just to kind of you know, talk about something that we almost never talk about on this show, and that is the website. We all have one, and in some ways it reminds me of the bank branch. It just seems to be the enduring element of banking that never goes away. And during COVID-19, I went to a lot of websites to get first impressions on brands and, you know, is this restaurant open yet? You know, are they serving yet? Is it still, you know, takeout only? I spent a lot of time going to websites on a computer, on the phone. That is certainly something that has changed dramatically since, you know, the mid-90s when websites became popular as you accessed them through your 56K modem or your free AOL CD-ROM and, you know, to look at where they started and where they are now, I think it's been a fascinating journey and a good time to talk about it. And so we're going to be going up to St. Louis, Missouri to visit with Larry Norber, whose company has provided me with such great support, Nikki and the whole team up at AudioView. When I call these guys, you know, things happen. Your email doesn't work or there's a little glitch in the system. I don't get some whack job from, you know, Czechoslovakia or my call doesn't get routed to some hut in Mindanao, Philippine Islands. 
I talk to real people. They are responsive. They are great at what they do. And so I'm looking forward to having uh, Larry back on the show. He was on the show. I don't remember when. It's been a while. So like I said, we're going to go up to St. Louis, Missouri, and we're going to do it all right after this. Conference quality information without the rubber chicken dinner, without the TSA Grope Fest, without the $13 light beer, and without the expense report. This is the Power Performance Podcast. Ah, yeah, a little wild cherry on your podcast today. Speaking of uh, play that funky music, white. Boy, you can't make this stuff up. My buddies up at the Cooperative Credit Union Association up in New England sent out on the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage their lineup for their annual virtual conference, and it was seven dusty white dudes, has been, also ran from the credit union echo chamber of mediocrity. What are you going to do? They've got a diversity and inclusion webinar coming up uh, before that virtual seminar. Hopefully they'll attend their own webinar and get some color and some vitality for their annual convention. We'll see. Hey, Larry, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's been <laughs> hey. well, I'm sure, a few years anyway, hasn't it? Welcome back. <laughs> and I started by asking Larry, how has COVID-19 impacted your business at Hot Lava Media? Wow, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a great question. I got to tell you, we have been very, very fortunate. I sit at a wood desk and I knock on it pretty much every day. <laughs> Um, because we have a, a, a variety of clients. We have clients that, uh, who are in the, in the people business and serving people like restaurants when they walk in, and we also have a number of industrial clients and uh, 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 more professional services clients who have seemed to take in this time when they have slowed down just a bit to review their online presence. Mm. So a lot of our work right now is centered around uh, those people who and those companies that, that market business to business. So, for instance, we've done not only web development but broadcast email for uh, sales and business consultants. Um, we just completed a website for an industrial equipment rental company, and we're dealing with lots of um, professional services like CPAs and attorneys because their business really and truly hasn't stopped. And uh, they just found this is a great opportunity to continue to market, market a little bit harder. And that's where our focus has been in the, in customers that, that sell more and provide more business to business services and, and goods. I told Larry that during the pandemic, I had made a lot of just minor modifications to even just the physical space here in the Eloquent Online studios, and I asked him, is that part of the business right now, people with the time that they have, just tightening up their website, making some modifications, maybe even reimagining the way their site looks? Well, interesting that you mentioned the, the, that exact response to the, to the uh, COVID-19 uh, situation. A lot of customers have had us go into their websites, like you said, change their hours, uh, go into their Google local business listings. 
that we maintain for them and go in and change hours on that as well. And also, uh, lots of customers wanted to put on their websites a COVID-19 statement that said you know, how they were carrying business, how they were carrying out business. So, for instance, um, one of our catering customers whose business went from 110 miles an hour to full stop in about two days. Wow. Um, so, but what he did was uh, the, that company adapted very quickly, and so there are no more buffet lines. Uh, what they do is individually portion out um, you know, anything from pork chops to green beans and uh, put those out and socially distance the people who are going through more of a pickup line. They're not serving themselves. They're being served by um, a, masked, a masked chef, if you will, right. uh, behind, <laughs> behind a counter. So a lot of companies were doing this uh, statement that would go on the front of their website saying what their procedures were for COVID-19, and, um, uh, and then you could X out of that real quickly or it would, go, it would, it would leave the, the website pretty quickly. But we had a ton of those. And for our customers, that was just a, a free service that we provided. They needed to provide the language, but we would provide the technology and get those, um, uh, get those notices up immediately on their website. I love that story because it speaks to the original intent of the www.fillintheblank website, that ability to inform people without them having to call or come by your brand. And I asked Larry, having looked back on it now, 25 years since many of us started going online with a free CD-ROM from AOL or whatever our web browsers were back in the mid-90s, to look at the all of the social media apps that have come and gone, you know, the Web 2.0, social media, mobile this, app that, that I'm fascinated that 25 years later, the good old-fashioned URL, X and Y access website continues to endure. I asked him if he was surprised by that as well. And he surprised me instead with a story about how he has admired Eloquent Online's adaptability over the years. Uh, and, and actually, I've kind of... Maybe, I don't know, taking a page out of your book, but your adaptability over the last several years has been tremendous because you used to, I mean, I'm still, you sure do a lot of in-person seminars, but you have worked in, in, the, uh, uh, in the technology mold and, and accepted the change and flourished with the change. So I've always been impressed with the way that you have conducted your business and, and, uh, and made it work for you uh, with us. When, uh, you know, when we first started, yes, we were building, I mean, all websites are HTML, if you will, but, um, but coding them from the ground up is an art. And uh, there was a lot of art involved in HTML websites. And you can kind of tell the difference sometimes when you see an HTML website as opposed to a website that was built in, everybody loves the word, WordPress. <laughs> or Joomla or other content management systems, they are very uh, uh, tightly controlled. Um, you can tell a WordPress, if you don't know what you're doing, you can tell a WordPress website a mile away. It's got the header, it's got some text over the header, it's got three boxes, it's you know, got whatever it's got. And we build a lot of those websites. But the, what is enduring about the H, just the straight HTML, just the straight build, is that they are very flexible. 
you can do exactly how you picture it in your mind's eye, whereas some of these uh, content management systems don't allow that type of creativity. So some of the websites that you really like are, um, are just built from the ground up with, by developers who know how to code as opposed to developers who just know how to insert a plugin. And uh, the, uh, the pitfall to the HTML or, or building from the ground up is that it gets pretty expensive. And uh, because you're, you're writing your own functionality as opposed to just inserting a plugin and, and giving a, a website functionality. But these websites are, you know, a lot of them are cookie cutter unless you really spend the time to, um, uh, to, to, to develop outside exactly of, of what they want you so strictly to do. So, and we do a lot of that. We build in WordPress, we build in Joomla, we build in Magento, which is a, um, uh, and WooCommerce, which are e-commerce platforms. But we do love to build HTML sites from the ground up because it does allow us to, um, to bring to life uh, what a, a, a client really needs to, to show and convey to their customers as opposed to just uh, everything at, at 90 degree angles and, and set boxes and, and the rest of it. I told Larry that it's very much like when somebody takes a photograph and then you see a photograph taken by a professional photographer, how different the professional photo looks. It's hard to describe it. It goes back to that art balanced with the science and technology of all of this. Uh, there have been so many changes in just the basic concept of website design. It almost sounds old-fashioned to say it that way. I asked him, what have been some of the newest things that you've had to adapt to in your business? And he told me. We think mobile first because clearly right. uh, uh, about 60 to 65 percent of all access to websites uh, is on or on or on telephones or on smartphones, mm -hmm. and um, one of the other pieces that we found is that especially with younger people, uh, and if you would, it's it's more interaction, but actually the term is gamification of uh, of websites. So we have leaderboards and challenges to get to a another piece of information on a website. So that is uh, that's very quickly becoming part of uh, part of the landscape when it comes to uh, making websites interesting and making them more engaging. Larry went on to tell me that part of making these websites more engaging is to simplify. You don't want to go to a website and have to go searching for things. So that continues to be part of the art and the science and the functionality of the website circa 2020 is that when people get to your online footprint, your online presence, the audience wants to find what they need quickly. They want things to be simple and neat and elegant. And that's why I was so blown away by that Fourth Capital website that I've been talking about all summer. Uh, finally, I told Larry that back in whew, 1995, I was working at the Kerrville State Hospital. We had one computer terminal in the employee library where you could use this thing called the internet. And we were doing a employee training, and I was doing some trivia. And one of the questions was, can you name all six Brady 
kids, and it occurred to me that I wasn't sure that I could. And so I remember going down to that computer, and my first web search, what we would then end up calling, the first thing that I Googled, even though I didn't Google it, I think it was WebScape, Netscape 2.0, I, I just put in Brady Bunch. I don't know how I knew how to do that. And it came back with, I surprised me, thousands of pages about the old 1970s show, The Brady Bunch, and it was very easy to find all six names. I asked Larry to comb his memory and say, hey, do you remember your first internet search? Ooh, boy. Um, that's a great question. Um, yes, I do. This would have been back in about uh, 1990. Oh, man, about 19, maybe about 1995. I was actually uh, in a business in Dallas, Texas called Sold on Hold. We wrote and recorded on hold advertising messages. Sold on hold. And um, uh, I was searching for competitors uh, on the Internet, and I came across one in Florida. And I still do that to this very day. I go online and try to find banking podcasts that are just as fun and entertaining as mine. And you know what? I still haven't found one in all of the Googlings on Earth. Still can't find anything as fun, informative, and enjoyable as the Power of Performance podcast. Speaking of beautiful websites, I've got the Hot Lava Media website embedded right there in the episode description. And I thank Larry so much for taking some time out of his day to join us on the Power of Performance. Thanks, Jason. It's, I always enjoy talking with you. And uh, like I said, you have seemed to adapt to, uh, to change. And as you know, you either adapt to it and use it or get run over by it. And I've uh, always been impressed with the way that you've run your business, and, and uh, we've enjoyed working with you over the years. I did pay Larry $13 to say all those nice things about me, by the way, just so the audience knows. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Larry Norber, everybody. Great guy. That thing Larry said at the end there, we, we say it a little differently here. We say history is. You can change with it or you can get changed by it. I am fascinated how much time I spent looking at websites during the COVID-19 lockdown, not just reflexively picking up my phone and searching things or asking Siri to look them up for me. I do believe it is one of those things like the bank branch itself that's just going to endure and survive all the predictions of its demise. The good old-fashioned blank. I do have a website. I don't talk a lot about it. It is www.eloquentonline.net where you can just see basically how to get a hold of me, and how to listen to the shows. That's plenty for me. My business occurs on the phone for the most part. Do you remember your first Internet search? Depending on your age, it's some people their first search was on their phone. Some people's first search was asking Siri. But, yes, I do remember that first time I plugged in the name Brady Bunch and couldn't believe how many websites were already dedicated to that long discontinued show, even in 1995. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? My name is Jason Dyes, and until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Like mother, the youngest one in curls.